Hey, it's Ren. I just listened to our first ever podcast, and I just wanted to say hi, Mom. Um, and also tell everyone a little bit about what you're about to listen to us talk about for half an hour. So we're going to be talking in this podcast about online things and internet stuff. Uh, we have a business and we use digital and online tools to help our business grow, to help other people's businesses grow. And we've realized that uh, it's really amazing what all you can accomplish with these digital tools and the power of the internet. But it can also be a scary and overwhelming Thing to learn how to use all of this technology. So we're here to help you untangle the World Wide Web a bit um, and uh, hopefully give you some insight into how we started and are growing our small business and how we help other people do the same. So I hope that you enjoy the podcast. Duh. has a line about how she like might seduce your dad and do you remember when we first met how hot no. i thought your dad was yes because he worked uh for I've a let very it go. sexy job because we're married now i think that's appropriate i feel like you're allowed to tell me those things but it does and i appreciate it i just don't really want to hear it that often it, but this song does give me that see i didn't know that i just like the hook Hey everyone. Hi. I'm Will. <laughs> I'm Ren. Am I doing the intro? You're doing the intro. Okay. Yes. Well, we're we're gonna chat, um, and we're gonna do a podcast because Will really loves podcasts. I and do. It's something that he's been I wanting do. to do for a long time, and um, she's a good wife. Things to say. Slash business partner. <laughs> slash business partner. We also own a business together. We are married, and we own a business together. Facts. That's important to know. Um, so we're gonna talk about that, and we. Not my dad. Not his dad, unless it happens to come up in. Con- I don't want to put any. I don't want to put us in a box. No. I want to be organic. Gosh, I hate boxes. He hates boxes too. Um, so we own a business. It's called Otis, and it does stand for online things and internet stuff, because that's what we do. And that was my dog shaking mm-hmm. in the background, so he might join us. Um, no telling. Yeah. So and that we started this business officially a year and a half ago. Um, just to like level set for everybody. And before that we were doing some freelance work, doing similar types of, uh, what we do Online things. Online things, internet stuff. Internet stuff. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't have called it a business because honestly a lot of my money at the time came from like Airbnb and Rover and my credit cards. Um, and you know what? A lot of my money still sometimes comes, I don't Rover anymore, but Airbnb, credit card. But anyway, Mm -hmm. point is... We started a small business. Um, we started it because I think Will, you should probably say why you started it. Because I always wanted to start a business. He always but, wanted to start a business. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. Ren. I totally started it because it was a li- it was a lifestyle thing for me. I was like, yes. I want to be able to travel and like not work when I don't want to work. And, and I love the autonomy and just the the I, I think the social glamour of being able to say, Ooh, I I'm have an my own business. Not even an entrepreneur. I don't really. That word never got me going. Entrepreneur sounds cooler than self-employed, yeah. though. Well, why should people listen to us? Um, because we, I think, have done or, what a lot of people want to do. Every time I talk to people and tell them about 
you know, our business and our lifestyle. We we do actually travel a lot. It is not as glamorous as one no. might think. It, it is mostly between Atlanta and Seattle. Yeah, this is the two cities where we live. Um, and we, but we are able to, you know, work from the beach for a week or take a couple of days off and go visit family or, you know, have our dog at work, which is, which our, is a huge reason um, why we started our business to begin with. Right. But. So I feel like we're coming from a very relatable place. We don't have like a game changing product idea that's going to change nope. the world. We don't have like a, you know, a huge investor backing that's like helping us get this started. We just kind of wanted to see what we could do. And honestly, this is the best time in history for anyone ever to start a business. So, yeah, cheers to that. Cheers to I just pulled up a glass to drink some coffee, but um, I thought I was cheersing. Don't tell her. Well, but, but I think it's an appropriate place for a cheers. And that's what I want to talk about is what is, like, the opportunity for entrepreneurs and what are the different – like, there's this whole spectrum of what it means to be a startup. And that brings me to, I think this podcast... Well, yeah, who is this podcast not for? Yeah, that's Let's where go I was going to go. That's Stop where it. I was going to go. It's like we finish each other's... Sandwiches. Um, so it's not... I, I don't know who it's not for. I think it is for primarily bootstrapping entrepreneurs. So people yeah. who are like, I want to start a business. I don't want to go and do like Y Combinator or all these investor pitches or raise... $500,000 in capital and start a going. small team of yeah. 30 people. Like that is not the kind of startup that I think that's a really cool kind of startup. I don't know much about it or I don't know much about how to help someone start that kind of business. It's definitely it's a not very different world than the bootstrapping world. And the bootstrapping world is what different. we want to sort of focus on. Yeah. So this is for people who are like, huh, somewhere in between. I have an idea <laughs> that I really think I can, I'm really passionate about and really want to pursue and really want to put energy into and I'm going to try to business it. I'm going to try to actually make this my livelihood and make money off of that either service or product that I can sell. Somewhere between that and like or, I just don't like my job right now and I'm yeah. looking for another way to subsidize my income so that I don't have to work this job. And I think a lot of people also just fell into business. They just sort of fell into their business whether they inherited it from a family member or they started, uh, they started something a while back, and it's grown into now it's sort of their full-time job. But it's not really what they wanted. It's not their, the lifestyle they're living now. It's not what they wanted or imagined they'd be living. Or I think there's also a lot of people who are trying to fall into their business. They're like, mm. I think I want to start a business, maybe doing this thing that I'm passionate about. But like, how do I take? How do I do that? How do I give up the you know steady paycheck? <laughs> Of having whatever my job is to like go out and do this and what you know all that. So this is who that podcast is for. It's for the people, really. I would say for the people. It's for the people. For the masses. For the masses. For you know. Rise up. The small people. The mall people. I'm just kidding. The small mole people. people. Mall people. What's that movie? Anyway. Um. <laughs> so that's what we want to talk about, and I think you know that kind of brings us back full circle to to us because that's exactly what we did we are those people mm -hmm. may we love mm -hmm. them may we be them may we know them in honor of mother's day too strong women may we know them may we be them may we raise them yes when is mother's day it's coming up soon um and because of our flexible lifestyle we will be able to spend mother's day with our mothers will we choose yes. to is another question entirely question. We have um, two mothers now that we're married, so. Yeah, it's twice as many as I have before. 
Um, so I want to talk a little bit about like what enabled us to take the leap from, um, you know, doing nothing with our lives, from yes. floundering after grad school. We both got, and I want to like give you a little bit of background so that you understand like how we got to where we are. Um, is it okay for us to say like how much we made last year in our first year of business? Yeah, I think people are interested in that. It was what, like a little under? 100? I think it was, yeah, it was like 80 something thousand. Yes. Which sounds fantastic. I'll be honest. That sounds fantastic. Or maybe it sounds really terrible, depending on where you're coming from. I think it's a matter of perspective. I think it is. Um, Because that was between the two of us. Yes. And that was, I think, 80,000. It it can sound like a lot if you're just getting started, but we both, this was our, we had to split that income between the two of us. And then there was a lot of expenses that went into that. New computers, um, you know, software. We build a lot of websites and so we needed a lot of software to sort of get that going. Um, yes, that's true. Uh, Squarespace. We love Squarespace. We use it a lot. Yeah, there were a lot of expenses and that 80,000 definitely wasn't enough. Um, we did go through a round of financing actually though. We went through the Visa and MasterCard round, uh, which we are now paying Paying they back. are cool. Yes. They're not but, good investors. But I wouldn't, I mean, a lot of people are like, don't go into credit card debt. It's evil. And I think that's our parents' generation. And Will is sort of a. I'm very much like that. He's very I think much like that. Appropriate like, debt is okay. Give if, me the miles. I'm going to fly for okay. free. I think that's a bad idea. You're paying for those either way. Okay. But still, my point is, I think with the right. This setup, podcast is about us trying to figure out our financial situation yes thank you for joining but I think with the right setup it's not about it I mean you've got to start somehow anyway my point is that was our first year in business we primarily got started just saying like hey we know how to build websites we can help people with digital marketing um a lot of online content creation and it's something that I would not have said when we got started we were really experts in but I will say I think we did it better than most other small business owners, especially the people who are in that small business category where they're like chiropractors or like, um, what are contractors or, you know, Mm -hmm. interior designers, people who are probably most of them are like 10 to 20 years older than us. We're late twenties, early thirties Yep. right now, or no, no thirties. I'm not even 30 yet. He's about to be 30. Um, no baby, but we partnered, like, we realized we know more about the internet and how to use the internet to help a business grow than most of those people did. And that's literally how we started our business. Just being yeah. like, ooh, I think we can do Squarespace a little bit better than most people. At this point, we have learned a lot. And I would say we're significantly better than a lot of people out there at, um, and even like the content strategy pieces. Yeah. But we didn't start that way, is my point. We didn't no. start our business with like a revolutionary idea for a product. We started Mm-mm. it with like a desire to build something. I have a real authority issue, so I felt like being an employee was not a good she idea does. for me. Um, and that's why we started. And that's what I just want to like let people know when they're like, how did you get started? I'm like, I don't, we just did. Like it wasn't. That's such, I think that's such an important point, and that's a phrase I learned from sort of our business mentor, Barney Cohen, but the people who start businesses start them, and it sounds so obvious and sort of very simplistic, but it's I have not found something more true. I'm very analytical, and I overanalyze things, and I tend to overplan, 
And hearing that from Barney has made a lot of sense to me. If you're going to start a business, you just start it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best way to start a business is to start it. That's and I'll, I mean, I don't want to be sued here. I mean, there might be some legal things depending on your industry. But I think if you're going to make that leap from having a job to starting a business, um, no one can tell you the right moment or however much planning you need to make that happen. You just have to decide yourself and just start it. Right. So I think like that's sort of, these are all the topics we're going to be covering. We'll also talk about like, how did I afford to like still get eyelash extensions while I was starting a business? Like, how did that happen? Like, all the nitty gritty details. We went into of- debt. Sneak peek. We went into debt. <laughs> also, I did actually live with my. Yeah, we we did a lot of things that were questionable, yeah. but they they got us to where we are today. So I think yeah. that's another. Yeah, that's just another thing to think about. That's the caveat to just starting your business. You have to do whatever it takes to make it work. Yeah, that means you do give up that. Uh, well, maybe hopefully you don't give it up right away. But a lot of times, at some point, you're gonna have to give up that financial stability and security. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to take a risk. So, yeah. But I think, you know, we'll get into all that. I, I want to, like, one thing that we do think we're real, real good at um, is, is Squarespace and using Squarespace as a technology mm. to help businesses grow. Yep. And we use we it in a lot of different Squarespace. ways. And Will is mm. the Squarespacer Sponsored more than Squarespace. It's not, we're not. No, we're not. Squarespace. Um, we wish we were. That'd be nice. Actually, I don't because I do want to be critical of Squarespace where they're critical. I want to try and be as objective as I can. We're using WordPress a little bit for some of our sites. Uh, You know, Shopify is another good one if you're doing an online store. But for most of our needs, Squarespace is fantastic, I think. Uh, They've really nailed it with their most recent version. Um, and there's a, there's a really seven, right? Squarespace seven yes there's a really interesting podcast with the CEO of Squarespace on how I built this with Guy Raz. I love Guy Raz. Yeah, it's a great podcast. You should listen to it. Um, um, but yeah, we love Squarespace. So, question for you. Yes. Why do we use Squarespace over WordPress? Because WordPress is still what like I don't know seventy eighty percent of the web is built on probably yes. like a lot. Yes. Uh, we use Squarespace because it's a lot easier for us to maintain and manage as well as our clients who want to get in there. Uh, you know, I don't really want to get into the depths of our business model, not because I don't want to share it, super but just because it's, yeah, it's not super proprietary. Uh, but we're trying to get out of maintaining websites in our business because that's just a big time uh, suck for us and a mental brain space suck. Um, and so being able to teach people Squarespace, I think, is one of the big reasons why we use it, because it's very easy. It's not as cumbersome or bogged down with uh, widgets and plugins as WordPress is. And Squarespace doesn't break as easily as WordPress either. No, and that's no. one of the big reasons why we also build on Squarespace. Although, again, I'm going to be critical here. They've recently, their they reliability has gone down. I yeah. feel like I get, I, I have alert set up on my email and phone to get pinged whenever like a server goes down or their CSS part of their website breaks so their emails aren't delivering um, and I've been seeing like two or three a week recently it's gotten it's concerning yeah it's kind of concerning it leads me to say we do use Squarespace and I feel like I'm really grateful for it because it did allow us to build our business mm-hmm. um, and our business no longer we won't get into this now, but we're no longer really focusing just on web design and development. We're veering off towards online education and online content creation. 
But Online that being courses, said, yeah. really grateful for Squarespace. Don't ever want to like build our whole business around it because if it stops working for us the way we need it to, we're going to yeah. switch and use something else. Yeah. Don't, don't, and that's, I feel like we offer that advice to people uh, when they look at social media and stuff too. Don't ever build your business around another platform. Doesn't give you. It's not a business. You're just uh, not. Don't want to say a parasite. <laughs> well, don't don't say that. That's rude. <laughs> You're a parasite. You're just a parasite. I'll say it. Um. Yeah. But anyway. So I think the larger context. We will sort of dive into some of the nitty gritty of Squarespace, like how you can use it, why you should use it, some of the like tips and tricks to mm. using it more effectively if you are building on Squarespace. So if you're a Squarespace builder, this mm. will be a great segment to listen to. If you're just a business owner whose website is built on Squarespace and you want to be able to like change some things without yeah. having to hire someone, um, then th this is good for you too. But just to bring it full circle before we wrap up, because I feel like we've talked, mm -hmm. is this long enough? Have we talked? No, it's, you know, for, for our first one, yes. 16, Maybe we can keep talking. 16 minutes. Oh, we could keep talking. We've been talking for... Um, well, okay, um, I want to give my, my tech tip of the week. So this okay. is tech something tech. new. This is related to Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace just bought the, uh, the platform Acuity Scheduling. So Acuity Scheduling is a tool that allows people to schedule um, and purchase sort of time. So if I wanted to spend some consulting time with Ren, Ren could have on her Squarespace website a calendar where I could just go in, pick my time, date, time, and uh, however long I want to meet with her, and pay $100, and it will automatically appear on Rin's schedule. Now, so the human side of that is that I have to keep my calendar super yes, up to date. That is true. Which a lot of our clients want this functionality, the ability to like schedule things, but they don't understand like, oh, that means you actually have to be going in, and if you if someone schedules a meeting. Um, not through Acuity, just like in your life where you decide to go to the dentist or something and you accidentally leave that time slot open on Acuity and someone schedules over it, then you've got a little question to figure out. So, yes. Can I say that? I don't know. We might leave it out. Okay. Um, but that's the human side of, you know, the power, the cool aspect mm. of online things and internet stuff, being able to schedule immediately. And I will also say this is... A lot of people use like Calendly. It's the same functionality as Calendly. Yeah. Um, Calendly. But what I like about this is Squarespace bought them. So it's going to, the integration between Squarespace Sorry. and the calendaring function is going to be a lot tighter uh, and a lot neater. And I'm excited to see the possibilities there. So, takeaway if you are wanting to use a calendar functionality to get like consulting time or, you know, onboarding, whatever, scheduled um, with your clients automatically automation mm. Mm. and you are on squarespace acuity is probably a good one to be looking at yes it is integrate well um and i want to so i do want to talk about like the larger context just because this is like an intro mm. podcast like we're just do it introducing that was a tease and we said earlier we were almost done that was a tease we're not done we got three more hours okay. oh, so we're not working today what no we're not working today we're <laughs> podcasting will always makes me work and i don't like to work that much. Yes, I make um, her work at the worst times between nine and five, Monday through Friday. Like this is why I started a business so I wouldn't have to work, <laughs> maybe at all, but definitely not from nine to five, five days a week. Like what kind of a prison hell is that? Um, anyway, the larger context is, so I just want to talk about like from my perspective, I 
this might be a surprise. I'm not a tech person. That actually might be a surprise. If you it don't might be. If me. you don't know Ren, yeah. Because uh, I do own a business called Online Things and Internet Stuff, which is, if she's you not ask a tech my friends, person. it's like the craziest twist. Um, yeah, she doesn't really like tech. It's like 10 times more likely that I would own a business called like Happy People and Sweet Old Dogs. Like, yes. I don't know what that... No. It wouldn't be Otis. Um, but I do. Online Things and Internet Stuff. And the reason that I can even contribute to a business like this is because I like people and I make sales, but also because technology has gotten to a point, I think really recently, and I think Squarespace is a really beautiful example of this, where someone who's not a tech person can start to use tech tools yes. to help their business grow. And someone who's not a tech person can build a business around tech things. Right, exactly. Just like me. Um, and well, and I do have Will to help me, which is, you know, incredible. She he helps a little. Me enough. He helps a little. Um, he's really good at the tech stuff. He's a tech person. He's really great at it. The thing that I think Squarespace, the thing that is really cool about Squarespace and other technology like Squarespace mm-hmm. is that it really does open up the door for someone who is, you know, let's say, I don't, I'm going to pick a lame example, like a baker. Like who owns a bakery? And oh, don't bakers. say. Hey, any bakers out there? I That's have your back, lame. and yeah, I sorry. want some of your food. <laughs> I want whatever you, you bake. I will pastry, eat it. Please. That was so rude. I didn't mean. I just we have mean, like, our our audience is exclusively I mean, bakers. Like, literally, every time that. you talk to someone today, and they're like, "I work for a startup," and you're like, "Oh, what do you do?" They're like, "Oh, well, I synergize the." You know, the, the networks uh, to bring. We're like yeah. the Uber. We're like the Airbnb of Ubers. Yeah, we're bringing, the Uber of podcasting, and we bring. Yeah. and it's just like really complex and hard to understand. And a lot of it is really cool if you have ten minutes. To I think that's going to be the title do. of this show. We're going to call this episode "We're the Airbnb of Ubers." Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Because you can rent shared space in your car yes. when you... <laughs> yes. It's the sharing economy, but mobile and stationary it at doesn't the same work. time. It just would um, work. No, Uber and Airbnb both work great. They're an amazing model. But anyway, my point is uh, a baker. Let's take a baker. Yes. If you're a baker, you're at a point in history where like you no longer... You have options. You can either say, I need to increase my web presence. I need to like raise my visibility. So I'm going to... It's realistic that you could actually learn how to do some of that yourself, how to build your own website in Squarespace, how to do your own marketing through social media. Yes. Like You no longer have to go out and hire an expert mm-hmm. to do that for you. You no longer have to go hire like some big person to code a full website Also, this, this is another interesting – I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but another really big – I, I am, though, but I'm going to continue. Okay. Like 40 years ago, you those things didn't even exist, though, either. Ban interruption. Ren. <laughs> Stop. Okay, I we'll respect talk about you it later. so much. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it in the car. <laughs> yes. That we Airbnb. They have that. There's actually an app that it... It's called Reach Now, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Where you can basically Airbnb your car. Anyway. Yes. Um, but you don't have to hire that out anymore. You, right. The tools are available for you to do it. Now, the caveat to that is that the reason we work with most of our clients, and most of our clients, again for context, are like small to medium-sized businesses. And I'm talking about our clients that we do website and digital marketing for. Um, we have different clients that we do online content creation, online programming, online education. So not those guys, because some of those guys are bigger and corporate. Mm-hmm. But these guys, our small business clients, they're mostly in the like 
they range from like a solopreneur who's maybe making even like less than a million a year, like half a million a year. Most of them fall in the like, you know, between three and five up to like 10 to 15 employees and they're making at uh, 10 million? I don't know like yeah. what our average that sounds like it. Make, in revenue is making like. Yeah. So, and we have some that are bigger, some that, but anyway. They're smaller. Um, and most of our clients come to us because they started trying to learn it themselves and when you get to a certain point, you do realize that, like, you know, actually doing what you do for your business, being a contractor, building houses, as well as, like, managing your team, as well as building and maintaining your website, as well as doing your digital marketing, as well as, like, posting on social media and sending out emails, that's, like, unfeasible for any business yes. of a certain size to do. However, in today's world, you can get started with just yourself. Like, uh -huh. you can start a business and basically well, perform all the functionality of it. Probably not well, because no one's good at everything. Great businesses do everything well, and we as people are not good as, at everything. That's another Barneyism. That's Barney another Barneyism. Yeah, and that is... Well, I think that's also that speaks to an, yet another Barneyism, which is like there are different levels to starting a business. And when you're just getting started, your number one goal should be sustainability. How can I start this business and be bringing in enough money where bare minimum I can pay my bills and I am sustainable. This business is sustainable. That should be your number one goal. And when you're in that phase, yeah, you need to be building your own website. You need to be doing your own social media. You need to be producing your own product. You need or to be like, marketing. You I will need to say do doing like tradesies with people. Or tradesies with people. Or trying we to highly get it recommend super, super cheap. Or not with us. We don't do tradesies anymore. Mm -mm. We've graduated. Unless we really, no. yeah, we, we do. We actually, do some tradesies. We do some tradesies, but only if it's like, like a winery. I would do a tradesy with, yes. or like a massage. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's here's actually a good tradesy tip. Tradesy tip. Um, when you do tradesies, make sure it's uh, not open ended. We've done some tradesies where we leave our work that we're doing for them open ended, and it just is a huge time suck. Like we will maintain your we'll ma there. yeah maintaining things that is, is whole. That was really bad tradesy. Bad tradesy. Uh, yeah, another good tradesy tip is before you do your tradesy, write up a scope of work. Have each party write up a scope of work as if they were going to charge you. Know, you. Yeah, charge you. Like as if you were going to be a paying client. Don't yeah. just be like, well, you can do this. I can do that. Let's trade. Like actually outline what you're going to mm -hmm. be doing, what the mm -hmm. timeline is, what it includes, what the deliverables are, and what you would price that at. And make sure it's a fair tradesy mm -hmm. on both. Mm -hmm. And that was our tradesy tip timeout. Hey, hey. Back to the regular scheduled program. Right. Well, and so my point is, I don't want to jump to, I, I feel like I say my point is a lot. So I have a mm. lot of points to make, I guess. It's um, fifth point. In life and in podcasting. I hope y'all are writing all of this uh, down. Write it down. Um, I think my larger point for this whole podcast and something that I find really enthusing, exciting, mm. Um, mm. is that this is a great time in history yes. and in the world, especially if you're in really any part of the world, but especially in America, especially like in the developed world right now, although there are a lot of opportunities, like we can talk about that later because that is also something I'm really passionate about, like microfinancing and all of these things. But this is an amazing time to, to, to test your wings, to like push yourself out of the nest and fly. You have more mm -hmm. resources and more support available to you at a cheaper more affordable price, mm. more accessibility, more affordability to the things you need to launch and grow a business than you ever have before. Mm. 50 years ago, if you were like, I want to start a business, 
you could. Yeah, you, you could, but it would need you. There were a set number of businesses you could do. You could probably be right. your own lawyer. You could be a baker. You could do some of these institutionalized things. Right. But you, your options were definitely limited. You were going into fields, and all those fields also, they were mature fields, meaning your pay was basically set. You could be your own baker, but unless you were going to grow it into this baking behemoth, people had their set prices they would pay for bread. They had their set prices they would pay for pastries. These, these economies have matured. Now there are different businesses. There's online learning. There is web development. Right. There's content creation. Um, I would like to you, find, there's so connections. I, feel like I want a three-legged stool, mm. and I have two of the legs. One of the legs is that there's way more things you can sell today mm. that there's a market for than yes. there were, again, Fact. 50, 100 years ago. Yep. It's not just like, oh, a baker, a, a barber, a baker, a candlestick maker, or whatever. Yes, <laughs> whatever know, that is. A cobbler, perhaps. Um, you have... You have so many different options, so many different niches. Part of that is because of the internet, you can reach so many more different people who have very specific interests and needs and desire, like all of these things. You have a lot more opportunity than what you can sell. That's one leg of mm -hmm. my three-legged stool. My next leg is that you do have accessibility to a lot of the tools that you need to get started and to grow at a much more, the Google. Mm. Like the Google is such a game Google, changer for YouTube. business owners. Yeah, it really is. I mean, if you don't know how to do something, Google it. Google and you it. know what? If Google says like, here's how you do it and you look at it and you're like, ooh, I still don't want to do that. At least you know and you can go yeah. hire someone to do exactly. Like at least you know what you're hiring them to do instead of just blindly hiring mm -hmm. a digital marketer. I mean, YouTube is huge now. Literally, people have made videos on how to do everything on YouTube. That's how I first learned how to start building websites. I, I didn't even know yeah. what to say. When and we I started was, on Wix. And we started on Wix. Yeah, we Very started. WYSIWYG. It, it may have even been. Did we do a WordPress one? I don't know. Oh, Maybe yeah, it was we Wix. did. No, I don't remember. I don't remember um, either. But yeah, I mean, just Google or YouTube. It will walk you through step by step. Okay, so we've right. got a lot more options of products that you can sell thanks mm -hmm. to the internet and globalization mm -hmm. and just the world we live in today. A lot more accessibility mm. to the tools and resources you need to start. And what's another? I need another three. Mm, yeah, that's an unbalanced stool. stool. Okay, let's go over them one more time. You can sell lots of different things. Sell lots of different things. You have well, and I mean, I wonder if like globalization is that part? Is it its own leg? Just like you have such a larger what was your reach, second you leg? can access so many more people. Uh, you have access to like tools like Squarespace. Yeah, like. You I live feel in a that day goes where, with, like, you can with globalization. I think like the bigger picture there is like that information is all connected. That has to do with sort of this globalization that I can connect with someone in Berlin who is making YouTube videos on how to build a Squarespace page. I think that this this bigger network of the internet um, all fits in there. Maybe it's just a two-legged stool. Maybe it is. Maybe it's more of a bench. Maybe it's more of a bench. It's a bench. We've created a bench. Well, and there you go. And I think anyone who has some part of them that's dissatisfied with what they do to what they do for work or what they do for life. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think there's a lot of reasons that people start businesses. I think sometimes it's because they hate their job. I think yeah. sometimes it's because they see a problem in the world they mm -hmm. think they can fix. I think sometimes it's because they just like the idea of it. Um, and I think sometimes it is because they're just so passionate about 
something about mm-hmm. creating something or building something or solving something or giving something that like it really is this passion driven I want to change the world mm-hmm. type of thing and you know when you're there your options are either like nonprofit or business and honestly there's a lot of pros to changing the world through business rather than nonprofits which I don't think we should get into right now Ooh. because I'm hungry and That's I a good one. want to make my smoothie we haven't had breakfast this morning so but anyway. I've had a whole french press like a large french press of coffee and a Keurig of coffee. I am Have you had any water? Jittery. That's another, that's Zero my other water. tip. You should drink half your body weight in ounces of water every day. Half your body weight in ounces. To okay. take your body weight, how much Divide you weigh. Divide it by two. And, and then, then put instead it in of ounces. putting pounds or tons next to it, do ounces. Yes. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Well, that that is such a high note for us to leave this podcast on. I drink hope you water. all have enjoyed it. So we'll if you be doing anything, more. You should drink water. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, I'm going to play us out with, uh, bad guy. Oh, oh God. We're still so low budget. I didn't, oh gosh. Okay. Here it is. Oh, crap. It's coming up. I promise it's coming. Here it is. Pretend like I just said this here. Duh. Duh.